0: Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Yearbook Wise podcast, the podcast where we explore the how and why of yearbook with advisors, staff, and yearbook professionals from coast to coast. My is Mike Simmons, I advise the Tessera Yearbook at Corning Painted Post High School in upstate New York. And today we have a special guest joining us from the West Coast. Ella Ho Ching is a senior at Whitney High School, and she's the social media editor for the Details Yearbook. I gotta tell you, the Details Yearbook is one of the top five feeds on Instagram for me for high school media programs. They get it done every day with great photos, great content. Uh, great captions and they have, as you'll hear in our interview with Ella, uh, a really neat model where actually all members of their staff have access to the feed to post each day. They work, as you'll hear us talk about, on a POD uh, type format, a photographer of the day schedule and rotation. It's really effective and a great way to make sure that your entire staff is engaged with content production all the way through the school year. I want to thank Ella for joining us and for Sarah Nichols, uh, Ella's advisor at Whitney, for extending the uh, opportunity for Ella and me to speak on the Yearbook Wise podcast. I hope that if you have questions after you listen, that you'll email or reach out. You can email at iteachyearbook at gmail.com, and you can find the podcast on Twitter at at Yearbook Wise. That's Yearbook W-H-Y-S. Anyway. What follows is our interview recorded on January 22nd with Ella Ho-Ching, the social media editor of the Details Yearbook at Whitney High School. All right, so Ella, tell me a little bit about yourself, and, and you're a, I think you're a senior now. Um, you're in a leadership position with the Details staff. Uh, I'm not sure if you're involved in other programs, but kind of give me an update on, on all things Ella um, as it goes to journalism at, at Whitney High School.
1: Well, I initially started, um, I got into the program. It's a funny story. I was supposed to be in a weights class, but I decided to drop that and take photojournalism with Mrs. Nichols. And from there, I really um, enjoyed taking pictures and I felt like photography was something I could see myself doing. And then she invited me into her advanced publications class and I've been in Whitney High Student Media for two years now. Last year was my first year, and then this year I'm in the class, and I'm the social media editor. I'm in charge of Details Yearbook, the Instagram, um, Whitney Update, our Twitter, and Whitney Update, our Snapchat.
0: And for those of, at home who don't know, Whitney Update, that's the online news organization?
1: Yes, Excellent. yeah. For Whitney High Student Media, like we don't just focus on yearbook. We also... Um, work on our news magazine and work on our social media outlets that I just mentioned. And we also work on our website.
0: Got it. And that idea, I'm going to guess that Ms. Nichols would probably, or maybe you guys do call it more of a converged model um, where there's a lot of overlap. I think that might be new to um, some of the advisors listening who have smaller staffs or maybe work as a club yearbook staff. Most of the audience is yearbook based. So can you help us understand just a little bit um, what, a uh, converged, you know, like a, a, a day or a couple periods in the life of Whitney student media looks like it, it sounds pretty exciting uh, as it goes yeah. to the space.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's very exciting. We're always busy. Um, for, we usually, um, it depends sometimes we switch off deadlines. We usually focus like one deadline, like we focus a few class periods on the roar. And then as we also are working on that deadline. Um, Students are supposed to post to to our um, website Whitney Update. We're supposed to at least post one story a month and just keep the news coverage flowing throughout the month on various events throughout um, our school and just throughout whatever students find interesting. That's a good story to tell. And then if we're not working on the war, we're most likely working on the yearbook. And sometimes we're working on both and we just have to like split jobs between staff members and editors.
0: Wow and how many editors are there on the leadership team
1: um so we have four editors in chief who are mainly in charge of basically everything and then on the rest the rest of the editorial board there's me the social media editor then we have Ashley bliss the photo editor then we just have a like about five or six more girls that are also on the editorial board Got it. that are now editors in chief yeah
0: let's explore a little bit the the online accounts uh, I'm particularly focusing for Yearbook staffs that have not developed an online social media presence, really encouraging them to get after Instagram first. Were you guys an Instagram first publication? Do you go back far enough to know whether or not that's true?
1: Um, I know they started. I was not. I don't even think I was in high school when they started wow. the Instagram. But um, I think I was. It was like a year before I got here, two years before I'd have to fact check that. But um, yeah, we've had our Instagram for a few years now
0: explain for me a little bit about kind of a a day or maybe a week in the life of your instagram feed it's it's kind of your it is your domain it's your yeah. uh, area of focus um i know by uh monitoring it and, and and by the way it's outstanding you guys do absolutely exceptional work
1: thank you uh, so much <laughs>
0: absolutely i mean it's easily for me it's it's a it's a top five um in the country for online content and i think one of the things that really Im- impresses me is the frequency and quality of your posts, um, which I want to unpack here a little bit, but um, but let me get back to the question. A, a week for you in uh, online posting. W- yeah. w- what does that look like? Is it is it really heavily structured and planned? Is it kind of day by day?
1: Yeah, we have a, stru- a POD structure. It's called Photographer of the Day. Um, at the beginning beginning of the year, each staffer signed up for a day, like um, in the month. Like for example, I. I signed up for the seventh of each month. And on the seventh of that day, I have to post an uh, Instagram post and take pictures throughout the day. But every staffer has an assigned day and they're initially supposed to post that day. And they're not only limited to that. Like if you're at an, a school event or if you see something interesting that you we think should go on Details Yearbook, they have total free access to post to, on the Instagram as well. But that's mainly how our system is, just to try to have um, daily coverage and to catch those stories that you wouldn't ordinarily see.
0: I know that some of the advisors listening are going to, who have not developed an online presence with their kids yet, uh, are, are probably going to feel some anxiety, as I'm sure you can appreciate, of you know having, having students in control. I think for some advisors and certainly some principals, too, uh, there's some concerns there. The way that you just put that, though, it sounds like you've got many, many, many people with access to that password. Yeah. Is that true?
1: Yeah, it's mainly just like the our Whitney High student media class. We um, initially we first signed in for them with the we ser- like on their phones. We signed in for them um, so they wouldn't in- initially have the password because we've had issues in the past where like they've misused um, the Instagram, but that hasn't been much of a problem this year. So. if the kids do accidentally sign out or if they forget the password, we do give it to them. And so far, like, we've trusted them and they haven't uh, betrayed our trust and they've kept the professionalism of the account going. And it's, I know it does (laughs) sound scary, but it's honestly, the students have really, because I've trained them a lot on how to use the Instagram for the newer kids who are new to our program. And um, they've just kind of learned to not, Disrespect, like they don't want to ruin our program's image, and they just the the trust is definitely there.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and and it and it shows in the work. Let's unpack um, what you just said there with professionalism and and training. What does it look like to get a newer staffer uh, up to speed? the The caption quality, the photo quality, it's both there. So I'm assuming there is some training in the background. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, um, I actually did a photo uh, a mini lesson at the beginning of the year, just going over the basics of our Instagram posts. I kind of I initially named it like ten. Do's and don'ts, uh, for Instagram posts. And I basically, basically just taught them, um, like basic photo composition. Cause we want our photos while like you can take an, a picture of an event. We want to try to get an interesting angle to like, or, um, to try to capture like our followers attention. And so they can go on and read the amazing caption you wrote. Like we want to try, we emphasize using AP style, obviously. And, um, we just want to try to get in as much detail in the Caption as possible and we just really want to tell the story that's going on in the picture so like people know what is going on around our campus that they usually won't see in their typical day.
0: Right. And, and Colin, you, you're you here on the Yearbook Wise podcast as, a, as an expert, a, a resident expert. Um, so let's assume you're speaking to an advisor, uh, maybe a first or second year advisor who's thinking about getting started with an Instagram feed. What are some of the fundamentals that you think are, are important? You just talked about composition. Um, yeah. You Do you put a lot of emphasis on student voice and quotes or just the facts in your captions? Where, where would they start, you think?
1: Um, we usually first start out with the facts. Um, not a lot of students really utilize um, student quotes. I've definitely thought about trying to incorporate that and use that more in our captions to try to get their voice. But just starting out, I feel like it'd be better to try to just start with the facts, like what's going on in the picture, and then delve into the story. And then maybe, like, if you feel more comfortable getting a quote from the people featured in the picture.
0: Right. And are you are you at a place uh, with frequency that it's, You talked about photographer of the day. Is it, it sounds like there's a guarantee that there's one Instagram post a day. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever saturate your feed? Is there ever, is there ever a concern about posting too much for your audience?
1: Um, yeah, I've definitely, we haven't had the issue of posting too much. I've never heard from any of our followers. Like they've never complained that we post too much, (laughs) um, thankfully, (laughs) but usually, um, it's been, we usually tell each other like in our, Media group chat, like, hey, today's my POD. Um, I'm posting today from this event, so it'd be really nice if you did not or if like they don't have an idea onto what to post. Um, students can help them, like, give them ideas of where they sh- what they should go take a picture of or shoot at. And usually, from there, like, we kind of know not to overstep our boundaries with posting too much.
0: And how do you, as the the curator and the the editor in charge of this feed, how do you ensure? um, variety across, uh, student life, sports, academics, clubs, and organizations. Uh, does it just happen naturally or do you try to emphasize it with your PODs?
1: Um, it kind of, I re I realized it's kind of happened naturally. We do have, we do have like some issues with trying to be diverse in what we post and in the people we post, but, um, like event wise, it's kind of happened naturally. And I think that's mainly because like the students, they do look at our Instagram feed and they do see like, maybe we need to cover this more. Or, like we don't cover, um, we cover this too much. I should go try to find something else. And I think that's mainly on them. Like, and it's been really nice to see that, like, they've taken that into account and managed to just naturally let it flow, like what we should post and keep that variety going.
0: Yeah. That, that's incredible to hear. I'm not surprised based on the, the strength of your program and how, how, uh, the the quality of work that you guys produce with Ms. Nichols support. Um, it strikes me that if somebody was just starting out, perhaps they'd find, you know, uh, Monday is Sports Day and Tuesday is Student Life Day. Could be a formula to help yeah. the staff um, to give them some structure. That's maybe. a
1: good idea. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, until it kind of uh, becomes more more integrated into their their daily operations. What do you think, um, or what kind of feedback do you get from the student body uh, as far as uh, what they like or appreciate about the feeds? What What are the strengths of your feeds? Brag brag on yourselves a little bit.
1: <laughs> well, I really um, I'm looking at our feed right now as we're talking actually and. I just really love, as you're saying, like, the variety that we have and that we make sure to cover, like, we make sure to tell stories that you usually wouldn't see in, like, uh, like in our yearbook or, like, in our uh, magazine, just smaller stories that, like, most people wouldn't see every day. And I really love how, like, students, like, students in our program go out of their way to make sure that, like, everyone is included and everyone gets to see and know, like, um, the stories of Whitney High. And I just love that. And then our photo composition is wonderful. We have a lot of talented photographers in our class, and they incorporate that into their social media posts by just using the camera on their phones. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I'm really proud. <laughs> I i didn't realize this, but I'm just really proud of how our media program really represents the um, our staff and stuff.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and and let's get critical for a second. And I think that you you strike me as somebody yes. you can be fair uh, and and critique yourselves or your staff. What's an area that you see a potential for some growth, or what's there something that that maybe you've seen another staff on another feed do that you wish you could emulate or work on or, or develop for yourselves?
1: Um, I definitely know that our um, that a lot of us really need to work on AP style. None of us are perfect at it, and none of us. Um, like, our experts at it. So, our captions could use some help. I always, they always um, DM either editor in chief or me if st- they need help with their caption or just to check it and make sure. But we really want to try to maintain that. And also, um, another thing I feel like we can improve on is just like, while we do have some, a lot of like good photos, I kind of wish we utilize like video more or boomerang more or some other. Um, outlets we could use to make our feed more interesting than just like photos, even though our photos are so very good too.
0: Absolutely. And across Whitney Media, we're for sake of this podcast, focusing on the the yearbook Instagram feed in particular, but just briefly, could you share with our listeners um, some of the other outlets that you guys maintain on social other feeds?
1: Yeah, we have, we're very active on our Twitter at Whitney Update. From there, we usually tweet out our stories that students um, post on our Website and we promote it from there, or and we also like live tweet um, major sporting events, and um, our Twitter is also a very popular outlet we use. We also have a Snapchat at Whitney Update, and those are um, including those. We also have a Facebook where we also promote the stories students post on our website and just update um, our audience on major events. Because usually on Facebook, it's mainly more parents and other media staff. So it's not used as much, but we do try to use it as much as we can. But those are our four main social media outlets.
0: That's absolutely phenomenal. Well, Ella, that's as good a place as any to leave it. Um, I really want to thank you for joining us on the Yearbook yeah, Wise podcast. You. Absolutely, you. are You're our second guest ever, so <laughs> congratulations there. I, I, I hope that advisors, if you're listening and staffs out there, you'll take some inspiration from the staff at Details and at Whitney High School. They are some of the very best in the game, and you do well to emulate them. So, Ella, thank thanks again. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for and having me. We'll be talking to you later, friend, okay?
1: All righty. Thank you. Take have care. a good
0: day. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it. Once again, a big thank you to Ella Ho-Ching for joining us today from Whitney. Uh, Thank you also to her advisor, Sarah Nichols, and a big shout out to the whole crew at Whitney Student Media. You guys are uh, models for staffs around the country. You can follow that team at at WhitneyUpdate on Twitter, and you can follow, of course, the Instagram feed for the details of your book, at Details of Your Book. I highly recommend the follow. And don't forget, if you're looking to network with other staffs that have a social media presence online, there's a fantastic resource to be had out there at jeadigitalmedia.org. If you click on the Staffs Online link in the top pull-down menu, you'll find staffs from coast to coast with Instagram, Twitter, and other feeds online. Friends, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Yearbook Wise podcast. We'll be back soon with a conversation with our friend Jim Jordan, special consultant for Walsworth, uh, and he'll be talking with me about traveling with students to conventions. We've got the CSPA Spring Convention coming up on uh, March 13th, and of course, the National High School Journalism Convention in San Francisco to follow that in April. Exciting opportunities to take your kids on the road. Those of you facing late January deadlines, early February deadlines, good luck with those. Don't forget to reach out. I teach your book at gmail.com or follow the pod on Twitter at YearbookWise. That's at Yearbook, W-H-Y-S. But for now, take care. Good luck. Talk soon.